Welcome to This Week with Lordship Community Church. I'm the Reverend Jeff Lucas, and I'm the pastor here. This week's podcast is part of our Easter season worship series, Dare to Dance Again. I hope that you're able to find God in these moments. You can learn more about our church at www.thelordshipchurch.org. Thank you, and have a great day. stories sing out strong dare to dance with freedom your whole life long dare to dance again a reading from the prophet ezekiel the hand of the lord came upon me and brought me out by the spirit and set me down in the middle of a valley it was full of bones god led me all around them there were very many lying in the valley and they were very dry God said to me, mortal, can these bones live? I answered, oh, Lord God, you know. Then God said to me, prophesy to these bones and say to them, oh, dry bones, hear the word of the Lord. Thus says the Lord God to these bones, I will cause breath to enter you and you shall live. I will lay sinews on you and cause flesh to come upon you and cover you with skin and put breath in you and you shall live and you shall know that I am the Lord. So I prophesied as I had been commanded, and I prophesied, and as I prophesied, suddenly there was a noise, a rattling, and the bones came together, bone to its bone. I looked, and there were sinews on them, and flesh had come upon them, and skin had covered them, but there was no breath in them. Then God said to me, prophesy to the breath, prophesy mortal, and say to the breath, thus says the Lord God, come from the four winds, O breath, and breathe upon these slain, so that they may live. I prophesied that God had commanded me, and the breath came into them, and they lived and stood on their feet a vast multitude. Then God said to me, Mortal, these bones are the whole house of Israel. They say our bones are dried up and our hope is lost. We are cut off completely. Therefore prophesy and say to them, Thus says the Lord God, I am going to open your graves and bring you up from your graves, O my people, and I will bring you back to the land of Israel. I will put my spirit within you, and you shall live, and I will place you on your own soil, and then you shall know that I, the Lord, have spoken and will act, says the Lord. And from the Act of, act of Apostles. When the day of Pentecost had come, they were all together in one place. And suddenly from heaven there came a sound like the rush of a violent wind, and it filled the entire house where they were sitting. Divided tongues as of fire appeared among them, and a tongue rested on each one of them. And all of them were filled with the Holy Spirit and began to speak in other languages as the Spirit gave them ability. Now there were devout Jews from every nation under heaven living in Jerusalem. And at this sound the crowd gathered and was bewildered, because each one of them heard them speaking in the native tongue of each. Amazed and astonished, they asked, Are not all of these who who are speaking Galileans? And how is it that we hear each of us in our own native language? All were amazed and perplexed, saying one to another, What does this mean? But others sneered and said they are filled with new wine. But Peter, standing with the eleven, raised his voice and addressed them, People of Judea and all who live in Jerusalem, let this be known to you and listen to what I say. Indeed, these are not drunk, as you suppose, for it was only nine o'clock in the morning. 
Know this is what was spoken through the prophet Joel. In the last days it, it will be, God declares, that I will pour out my spirit upon all flesh, and your sons and your daughters shall prophesy, and your young men shall see visions, and your old men shall dream dreams. Even upon my slaves, both men and women in those days, I will pour out my spirit, and they shall prophesy. Then everyone who calls in the name of the Lord shall be saved. This is the word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. Let us pray. Spirit, wind, breath, fill our lungs and our lives with your energizing presence. Refresh our stale minds and stir our slowly beating hearts so that we may boldly and courageously be your breathing, gusting, good presence in this world. Amen. Well, today is Pentecost. It's exactly 50 days after Easter. And it, today is one of the three high holy days we Protestants observe, the other two being, of course, Christmas and Easter. Pentecost in our time, uh, in the time of our scripture, was a Jewish festival celebrating the spring harvest and the revelation of the law on Mount Sinai. In the story we heard from the Acts of the Apostle, the Holy Spirit descended upon the believers in Jerusalem. The Spirit empowered them to testify to God's good deeds and emboldened the Apostle, uh, the apostle Peter to preach to a be bewildered crowd of Jewish skeptics. And they drew 3,000 converts in one day. But God did so much more than that. God gave us a clear and startling picture of what Christ's body on earth should look like. Here, what the Spirit is saying to God's people is an invitation tailor-made for Pentecost. What did the Spirit say on, the monument, on that monumentous morning? What did God reveal about God's dream for the church, for the world? For many of us who have been in the church for a long time, familiarity tends to dull the power of this story. By any stretch of the imagination, it is an amazing story full of so many details. Tongues of fire, rushing winds, accusations of drunkenness, mass baptisms. It's so easy for us to get lost in the noise and the spectacle of it all. But there is one detail that stood out for me this year as one that is particularly relevant to our time and our place. All of them were filled with the Holy Spirit and began to speak in other languages as the Spirit gave them ability. At this sound, the crowd gathered and was bewildered because each one heard them speaking in their native tongue. You know, as Christians, we place a lot of power 
into language, into words. We love the creation stories in Genesis where God births the very cosmos into being simply by speaking. And God said, In John's Gospel, we read the dazzling poem about the Incarnation. In the beginning was the Word. And in worship, each week we profess our faith in the languages of liturgy, of prayer, of music. We believe that languages have power, that words make worlds and can unmake them too. Given this, then what does the Holy Spirit's activity on Pentecost mean? Can we wrap our minds around the importance of what the Spirit did? What the Spirit insisted in at the birth of the church? What can we learn from the fact that the Spirit led with the ability to translate language? Now, if you spend any time trying to learn another language, or maybe if you're even bilingual yourself, then you know there is nothing easy about substituting one language for another. Languages are intricate and messy. They carry the weight of their respective cultures and histories and spiritualities. To attempt one language instead of another is to make oneself a learner, a servant, it is an act of exploration and hospitality. Furthermore, to speak across barriers of race, ethnicity, gender, religion, culture, or politics is to challenge stereotypes and risk ridicule. It's a brave act, a risky act. But this is exactly what the Holy Spirit required of Christ's frightened disciples on the day of Pentecost. She basically told them, stop hiding out in what you think is safety. Throw open your windows and doors. Feel the pressure of my hand against your backs. Pour yourselves out into the streets you've come to fear and speak. Silence is no longer an option. You are filled with my presence. What I absolutely love this year about this Pentecost story is that it required surrender and humility on both sides. Those who spoke had to brave languages beyond their comfort zones. They had to risk vulnerability in the face of difference and to do so with no guarantee of welcome. They had to trust that no matter how awkward, inadequate, or silly they felt, the words coming out of their mouths, unfamiliar words to be sure, they were still essential words given to them by God's Holy Spirit for this precise place and time. The crowd, they had to take risk too, they had to suspend their disbelief to drop their defenses. They had to choose to be curious instead of afraid. They had to open their minds and welcome the strangers with accents to their midst. 
Of course, we know that not all of them managed it. Some sneered because they could not be bothered to have their neat categories of belonging and exclusion challenged. Instead, like their ancestors at the Tower of Babel, who scattered at the first sign of difference, they denied what was right before their eyes. Nothing is new here. This isn't God. They're just drunk. But still, people, some people spoke and some people listened. And into those astonishing exchanges, God breathed fresh life. Something happens when we speak each other's language. We experience the limits of our own worlds and our own perspectives. We learn curiosity. We discover that God is far too nuanced for a single language, for a single experience. Now, I know I am stating the obvious when I say that Pentecost is a story for our time. We live in a world where words have become toxic, where the languages of our cherished isms threaten to divide and destroy us. The troubles of our day are global, communal, and catastrophic. If we don't learn the art of speaking across the borders that separate us, we will burn ourselves down to ash. We have seen just this past couple of weeks the intensifying violence across the Israeli-Palestinian divide. Children are dying. Landscapes are going up in smoke. Chaos governs the streets. Here in the United States, we are in a state of political and cultural gridlock so fierce that it seems we have absolutely zero capacity to communicate across our differences. We are so entrenched in our silos that if a leader even has a conversation with someone from the other side, instead of it being a very normal way to lead, it is seen as a betrayal to their cause. How in the world are we supposed to get anything accomplished? The consequences of this reality, whether we're talking about the pandemic, climate change, racial injustice, voting rights, economic disparity, whatever we're talking about, the, the consequences are too numerous to count. Real people are hurting as a result. Real people are dying. But still, we can't see outside of our social media bubbles. We retreat even further into our enclaves of like-minded people. We've lost faith in genuine dialogue. Our faith is faltering. This is exactly why we need Pentecost. I cannot overstate just how much we need to gather as God's people right now and ask the Holy Spirit to instruct us, to shape us, to remake us and commission us. 
We need to learn a fresh language of bridge building. We need new words to rekindle love. We need the wind and fire of God to challenge our complacencies, reset our priorities, ease our anxieties, and move us out into the world. It was no small thing, my friends, that the Holy Spirit loosed tongues to break down barriers on Pentecost. In the face of impossible differences, God compelled God's people to engage. And from that day, the call was to press in, to linger, to listen, to speak. Here's the thing. No matter how passionately I dis disagree with your opinions and your beliefs, I cannot disagree with your experience. Once I have learned to hear your story and to speak your story into the worlds that matter most to you, then we have this connection that cannot be ignored. I can no longer thrive at your expense. You are no longer my other. Hear what the Spirit is saying to God's people. This is an invitation tailor-made for Pentecost. Can we hear it? Can we dare to hear what the Spirit is saying to us? Stop huddling together. Stop hesitating. Speak. The Spirit has come. Silence is no longer an option. Come, Holy Spirit, come. Amen. Thank you for listening. Be sure to subscribe to this podcast wherever you listen. And you can visit us at www thelordshipchurch.org where you can find a link to make a donation towards our ministries. Thank you and God bless.